The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line now we have Dylan Broomfield who is the General Manager of Policy and Advocacy at the Victorian Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Dylan, thanks for being on the program this morning. Pleasure, Mitchell. Well, first of all, how did the weekend go? Because it would seem that in metropolitan Melbourne, there'd be a lot of people that have been working right throughout have built up substantial savings when they couldn't actually spend the money on entertainment and dining out. And in one weekend, they've suddenly been let free. So have businesses reported a significant upturn in their revenue? Uh, it's a bit too early to see just how significant the upturn in revenue will be, but certainly people are out there happily spending their saved disposable income that they've um, had, you know, plenty of time to save over the 20 months that we've been in lockdown, um, which was really good to see. I think importantly, though, it was just seeing confidence come back to the economy, and that's what we really want to see. And how much confidence is there? Because I was mentioning before the Premier used a lot of phrases in the media conference yesterday that we've also heard in previous iterations, like last year, for example, where they talked about a COVID-safe summer, the lightest touch possible with restrictions. Um, I mean, I suppose the difference is this year we have a vaccine, but are we confident now that these settings will lock in and businesses can actually start to plan ahead rather than risking uh, significant lockdowns in the future? I think that's the key thing, Mitchell, certainty. That's what businesses have been after for the last 20 months, and I think that's what we finally got. And importantly, what we've seen with the vaccine, as you rightly point out, is that the public health team now has the confidence to actually start relaxing those restrictions sooner than had previously been considered under the roadmap that was released. And it's great to see that now from this Friday... Um, Victoria is going to be united as one once again and we're essentially going to be having substantial increases with no caps in um, retail and hospitality settings as long as it's one person per four square metres and we think that's a great start. And then the indication that the Premier gave about the announcement once we get to 90%, that's just the certainty business is looking for and that's when we think we'll really see Victoria start to go. And I suppose the question is, how does business feel about actually having some forward notice of this? Because a lot of the decision-making, it would seem, over the last few weeks and months, it's been almost on a day-by-day, hour-by-hour basis. For example, here in Geelong, we had a, a lockdown that came through with only two hours' notice, and business had to shut down there and then. So to have that sort of forward planning of about a month is probably a very welcome change. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's one thing lockdowns haven't been as um, business-friendly, and especially the way in which they've been announced. You know, in hindsight, could it have been better? Yes. But we're here now, and look, it's great that we've got that level of certainty that businesses really need so they can start that forward planning, as you rightly point out. And now it's just starting to look at what are some of the other issues that are going to emerge that we can try and address as quick as possible. How are businesses going with the compliance side of things, particularly with this vaccinated economy notion and the fact that people have to have the certificate in their Service Victoria app and show it as they're checking in to prove their vaccination status? Have business been able to deal with that or is that posing a challenge? Because I think the concern of some people is it's the frontline employees who have to then enforce this vaccination mandate and you may have some unhappy people on the other side that want to get in but can't because they're not vaccinated or have only had one dose. Yeah, correct, Mitchell. And that's one of the things that we were most concerned about is how the frontline staff going to manage this. And by all accounts, it's been pretty good. We know there were some anti-vaxxers that tried a few things on, but by all accounts, they were very unsuccessful. One of the things the Victorian Chamber's done is we've just recently launched a new campaign, Safe in Our Hands 
which is talking about the way in which businesses are ready to welcome back people. Like they've gone through this process. They have their COVID safe plans ready, their COVID marshals. And businesses want to provide the best environment so that customers feel safe. They, they feel welcome. They can come in and they know that they're going to be treated um, fairly and that they'll be welcomed in with open arms. And in terms of the compliance and just following through on some of that, have businesses had to spend a lot of extra money on whether it's employing COVID marshals or even security teams to actually make sure that things are kept safe and, you know, if someone's unhappy that they can be sort of escorted off the premises? We know that some have, uh, but I think, again, they're just so happy to be open that they don't mind having to bear that extra expense. It's not ideal. I mean, the good news is the government did give a concession whereby... Um, someone who works at, at uh, different places, they can actually be um, considered as the COVID marshal, so you don't necessarily need that additional security. Uh, but still, that's, well, there's still a bit of work to see how um, pans out. But by all accounts, so far, the feedback's been reasonably positive. So from a policy and advocacy point of view, did the state government yesterday give you pretty much everything you've wanted or are there still more things that you'd like to advocate for? No, they pretty much gave what, what we wanted. This is what we've been privately advocating for for an extended period of time, that once we got to that 90%, um, it would pretty much be everything bar masks in those areas where you can't socially distance in public spaces or high-risk settings such as public transport, aged care, hospitals. And from a business support point of view, how are we going there with subsidies or grants or whatever the case may be to compensate for lockdowns? Have businesses been adequately compensated now or is there still calls for more money? I think whether or not it's always going to be adequate compensation, that, that's, you know, that's, that's up to others to determine. We were very happy with the support that the Victorian government's give, given. The best support they could give were the announcements that they made on the weekend that business will be opened. Uh, our understanding is that over 175,000 businesses have benefited from the various support packages that um, we had significant influence on getting the Victorian government to implement. And is there a real sense of optimism about what the economy might be doing over the next quarter, uh, particularly that sort of December quarter, because people have had a lot of money to spend, but they haven't been able to spend it because they've been locked down. Are people just going to be going crazy and spending lots of money in local businesses? That's the hope. And when we unite this Friday, we hope that there's a lot of Melbournians who get out and visit the regions and go and spend some of that excess capacity that they've been saving up during the lockdown period. And I suspect there'll be some regional Victorians like me that might be going the other way on the highway against all the traffic and enjoying being able to, being able to go back to uh, metropolitan Melbourne once again. And you'll be most welcome, Mitchell. I think that's the great thing is that Victorians will be going all over the place. That's a bit of a distinction between Victoria and New South Wales is that we're more than happy to, to go all over the place. We don't necessarily just keep to our own little enclaves. Yeah, that's true. Look, thanks very much for being on the program. Appreciate it. It's obviously a very busy day there at the Chamber as you get used to these new announcements. But let's hope for a good summer ahead for small business and our economy. No, brilliant, Mitchell. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Dylan Broomfield with us there, who is the General Manager of Policy and Advocacy at the Victorian Chamber of Commerce and Industry. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.